Oh yeah, you know what that means, kids. It's time for another Geeksters. So dim the lights, light the candles, and grab the lube. Because tonight we're going to knock your socks off. <laughs> and with that, welcome to episode 16 of the Geeksters. I'm your host, Dad. I'm Sean. And again with us still is Dave. Welcome back, Dave. For those of you who don't know, that's your little insider. This is basically still the same night, so that's why you're getting double the fun. Nepotism is alive and well. Yep. All right, so back to a normal show. We will discuss uh, DVDs for the releases. Yes. I'll be honest, not much came out. No. You know, unless you're a fan of, oh my God, I can't believe I forgot his name. <laughs> Ricky Gervais, because his new show, Life's Too Short with uh, Wicked, Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis, I always forget his real name. His HBO show, really funny. Highly recommend watching. If you're a fan of The Office or any other extras, this show is just right on par. It shows you why he's still funny as hell. Have yeah. you Have you guys seen Idiot Abroad? Yes, uh, Idiot Abroad, yeah. another good show. Yeah. I just picked up season two because I haven't seen the whole season, so I'm oh, going to okay. start going to start from the beginning. I love that show. Another show you pick up on DVD. Okay. I'll be honest, nothing really. Taken two came out, but if you saw Taken one, you saw Taken two. <laughs> you know, that's kind of basically it. I mean, oh look, it's set of my daughter, it's my wife and me, and then I get away and I have to go save my my wife. Did there? How about in video games? Anything in the? Yes. Oh. Well, actually, for movies, like so, if you guys are looking for something to watch, you can check it out on demand. You can see it on. I know Xbox and uh, PlayStation have it now. Uh, Bad Kids Go to Hell. Just a little plug for again, my friend Spat Spat Cave Studios did all of the practical effects in the movie. Okay. Um, it's based on a graphic novel. I have actually met the writer and the artist from. Uh, Bad Kids Go to Hell, who did the original... I did see the trailer. Okay. And I, as soon as I saw the trailer, I was like, I want to see this movie. So yes. it definitely is. And I'm not really a horror guy, yeah. but this definitely looked fun and entertaining. That's why I'm kind of like, okay, it's on demand, but I want I want the physical copy of DVD. <laughs> so, was, you know, I mean, watch it, but the moment it comes it's, on DVD... Yeah, it's um, it's been described as Breakfast Club meets The Grudge, you know? So it's, it's a bunch of... It starts out with a bunch of kids who are in detention. They're... You know, stuff happens while they're in detention. Right. Is there a website that people can go to? I know uh, there's there is badkidsgotohell.com. Yeah, that's good enough. And uh, yeah, I mean, you can get, probably get all the information on Wiki or just look up Bad Kids Go to Hell and you'll find plenty of stuff. You know, I know the trailer's on YouTube if you want to check it out. Yeah, highly they have a out. They have a Facebook page if you want to like them. I think I like their Facebook page too because that's how into the trailer I was. Yeah. So I was like, this looks kind of good. The chicks are hiding in it. Schoolgirls, yeah, woo! <laughs> I'm in. What's not to like? All right. Video games. Video games. Big release this week was Devil May Cry. Okay. Uh, for those people who know, it was an old series back then, five, six years ago. They decided to relaunch it with a younger, hipper Dante, still son of a demon, angel, mother, father kind of thing, and he wields and kills things. It's, it's, it's a good game. People are slamming it because they made him younger and he's a little more foul mouth and it's a little more edgier but I gotta admit though you gotta start catering to your audience the old Devil May Cry is great for its time right. but if it was such a great series they would've been keep doing it yeah. you know instead of relaunching it from the beginning mm-hmm. give it somebody new somebody fresh and it's a good take so I picked that up it was so far it's been fun you know I highly recommend picking that up too as well cool TV for yeah. those who know <laughs> Catfish yeah <laughs> uh-huh. My all-time favorite show, until something else better comes along. Okay, this is the episode I've been waiting to say. Yes. A guy, 
He's from Michigan. Good-looking kid. He's definitely like the all-drop kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Online relationship with a hot blonde. Okay. Okay. He's known her for two years, talking off and on, but never on webcam, never on the phone. So then he never actually physically heard her voice, but he's talked to her for two years. Right. Okay. So Nev, Neve and his buddy come in town. And of course, his buddy Max is my favorite guy because he kind of plays the audience where it's like, what are you doing? This is obviously fake. Right. Come on. So they kind of do the, the kind of like ask him all these questions. And the guy is, again, a decent looking guy. You kind of figure, what the, what the hell is he doing with online relationships? Right. Where do you can get any girl just walking down the street? Yeah. And he's like, because all the girls, they want to play games here and I'm not into that. I'm a, you know, he's a straight shooter. Right. You couldn't ask for a more decent guy. Right. Tyler all, was a lacrosse player from high school. All American guy. All star, yeah. You couldn't ask for like a nicer looking, if you need to, an American kid. He's perfect. Right. So they do a little research on the, on the chick. Amanda. Amanda. Thank right. you. He Ed's, Ed's really good with names. I suck at names. Even if I could just that's, saw the episode. That's pretty bad when I'm good with names. I could have seen the episode <laughs> 10 minutes ago and I would have forgot everybody. So they do the research on Amanda. They can't find anything on her. But then they do the image the Google image search, which has now been my favorite aspect of the whole show because I actually incorporated it in my life as well. The whole, <laughs> oh, I, yeah, because I'm online in Second Life for those people who have been listening to the show. I'm in that sh- in there. So anybody who's listening out there is a Second Life fan, look me up. I'm Sean R. Jinx. <laughs> Woo, that's me. But you meet people from all sorts of life and stuff like that. But if someone sends me a picture, first thing I do is I go to Google image and go, are they real? Like, yeah. <laughs> like is that who it says? And a couple. I've already grabbed one girl who's talking to me and gives me pictures of her. And I run them through. I'm like, if that's you, why are you on these 15 different sites? Like, <laughs> yeah, all right, sweetheart. But I'm still talking to her because I enjoyed the ride. Kind of like, yeah, sure, you're fun to hang out with. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> I might know that guy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Probably at this point. They find, they, they run her images through Google and they find a five-year-old MySpace account with all these pictures that are on this Facebook page. So they're right away going, chicks are fake. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And then they kind of do like a little, like, girls on Facebook that post something and have all these guys, you know, responding like, oh, why can't I find love? Well, if you hang out with me, I'd love you, baby. You know, <laughs> kind of thing. And so Neve kind of contacts these guys, like emails them. Hey, you know, I'm doing a show for MTV. Can you contact me? I want to talk about Am- uh I always say Amber, but it's Amanda. He gets two calls from two guys, two different guys, and they both say, like, I've known her for a while. I've, been and I've never actually physically talked to her. I've never actually physically seen her. It's all Facebook chatting. So right away, the guys are like, hmm, something's off. And then you missed the one thing. It was the red flag was she has no cell phone. Yeah, no cell phone. And the guy put it this way. It was kind of ironic because our friend Dave Sipon doesn't have a cell phone, <laughs> which I think is kind of funny. But the guy's like, saying you don't have a cell phone is like saying you don't wear pants. <laughs> Everyone has a cell phone. Right. So you probably have a cell phone and you're either lying about it or hiding it. Right. So that was kind of like another key flex. How do you get in contact with this girl to say, hey, do you guys want to meet? But right. Dave, but this, just to clarify, Dave Sipon is the only person in the world without a cell phone. And he does wear pants. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen him. <laughs> well, there was that one night. <laughs> So they kind of like, they go back to the guy and they go, hey, look, we kind of found all this information. She obviously has been not only kind of faking who she is, but she's also kind of been having these kind of online relationships in air quotes with other guys too. Right. So what do you want to do? And the guy's like, look, either way, there's a person there. I want to meet that person because of course, case scenario, it's a friend, mm-hmm. you know, kind of thing. Hey. So 
Yes. As a person who's never seen the show. As a person who's never seen the show, a a catfish version, as it were. Is this a reality show? It's a reality show. Yes. Oh, okay. Basically, because of the guy who had his experiences, decided to go. He started getting a lot of email going, oh my God, the same, your experience of meeting a girl online and going to see her and not having it be real, it's parallel to what I'm going through right now. So the guy Uh had the bright idea saying, hey, look, I'm getting all these emails. Let's pitch a show here. And MTV was one of the ones who basically said, yeah, we'll give you a show. Right. So every week now they have an email come to them from a person saying, you know, I'm on an online relationship for X amount of years. And I am, you know, haven't met this person. I really want to meet him. I want to get to the next step. Yeah. Can you please help me? And then that's when they come I, in and say, I, 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 I have to, I have to, I have to stop here. And sure. I, I, I need to, to understand something. How can you be in an online relationship for years with someone? Very easy. Okay. First of all, like, I usually, I try to kin it to, let's say you. Now, now before, let me, let me clarify that I met my wife online. But and I have met quite a few people online. But I'm like, okay, I talked to you once or twice. If you're not, if you don't want to go meet me somewhere, then I'm done with you. I move on to the next person. Well, so well now being a single guy, you know, I have yet to meet my future wife anywhere. She's right here. She yeah. does Hi, a show with you every you're, week. You're my show wife. <laughs> Make me a sandwich. He's your, tro- <laughs> your trophy wife. He ain't no trophy. <laughs> She's more like a like a. He's a a participation award. (laughs) You get that for showing up. He's the the booby prize. So, so anyway, so uh, being a guy who's who's talked to girls online and stuff like that, you kind of let things go to a certain degree. Of yeah, we talk a lot, maybe every day, but meeting like it's going to be hard to meet somebody if they say live in Canada or Tennessee. True, like it's hard to find. I've very rarely being an online person have met somebody saying. Oh, I'm from Philadelphia. You know, I've had some cases where I knew a girl, uh, I know a girl from Baltimore who okay. came up for Philadelphia for business and she mm-hmm. was like, hey, I want to be in town. You want to, want to get together and have lunch? So I did have that moment where I did meet somebody on Second Life okay. that in reality, sweet girl, I, you know, we don't we haven't really talked to her in a while, but a lot of times people online have a shit ton of baggage that they've got to sort through in their real life before they can free up their time and okay. to do something else. You know, poor girl was going through a, a crappy divorce, all that kind of stuff. Like, so, and I'm a nice guy to a certain degree, mm-hmm. so I kind of let people slide on stuff, you know, right. and overlook things. But And also, too, I'm not one of those guys, like, as soon as I'm talking to you for, like, a week, let's meet. I'm, you know, I'm more of a private person so like if eventually and I'm laid back to a point where it comes yeah, if it happens it happens if it doesn't it doesn't right you know but for these people so you can kind of have these conversations every right. day falling in love eh, that's that's a bizarre concept <laughs> yeah. you know I'll admit because you are falling in love with somebody that you don't know other than their personality right to a certain degree I kind of, kind of akin it to you meet somebody in real life and they have a job that takes them out of the country for six months to a year Right. You know, where you have a relationship with them, and even though they go away, you still want to be faithful or, you know, quoting the air quotes again, faithful or honest with them to say, hey, I am only going to be with you. I understand you're away for six months, but I can wait for six months because I care about you that much. Right. You right. know, so some people get that way, but also some people too live that life of, I care about you. We only know each other online and I have feelings for you, but I'm also a human being. I need to get my groove on. So I'm actually seeing other people. Right. Usually. And it's usually kind of an understanding of like, I do the same thing or I don't do the same thing. Very rarely is that, that commitment. Right. You know, cause I've known people in second life who have relations, who are married and still have relationships in second life different from their real life relationship. That freaks me out to a no end. It's like, 
all right, that's your thing. Go for it. Whatever. Like, yeah, peace <laughs> out. Like, have fun with that. But, you know, you can't have, there's there's no that's way. That's like you, Ed's avatar who's got dark hair, blue eyes, and, right, yeah, and exactly. uh, stripper boots, right? Yeah. Because, yeah, he walks around, hey, big boy, <laughs> what's up? So, um, so but that's the show. So they've been talking together for like two years, but never really meeting. It's all right. Facebook stuff. So the guys kind of finally get in contact with Amanda. Right. And they, through Facebook, they through Facebook, they don't call her. They, you know, because they don't have a number. They just messenger right on Facebook. Right, and she, and she messages back, hi, blah blah blah. Neve I mean, still is kind of doesn't really get to the point. He he's a he's a hopeless romantic. Right. Mm-hmm. So he kind of tells him, look, I'm doing a show for MTV about relationships, and this guy wants to meet you. What's hold? What's what's the hold up? You know, especially in this case where Tyler lived and where she lived was not that far, but it was far enough right. to be like a couple hours drive. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, it was always hectic. And then finally, Amanda did admit that she every time she meets somebody, something usually happens, and, and I let them down. Okay. So it's more of like, a, I'm scared to meet him, even though I like him, because when they do meet me, things go bad. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're like, oh, all right, you know. And then Neve, in a smart way, said, well, look, you got to take that leap. If not, this could be your only chance. So she was like, all right, you're right. Let's go meet. And I'm not where I'm at now. I'm actually winds up being closer to where she said she was at. Half hour drive. Half hour drive. Right. So they go back to Tyler and they go, look, we got all this information. She's not who she says she is, but there's somebody there. Do you still want to go through? With this. He's like, yep, let's do it. You know, to meet this person. So they drive the half hour, they knock on the door, and of course they they, they do it when they say they have the flashes of her pictures online, uh-huh. blah blah blah. And all of a sudden this chubby black guy comes walking out going, Hi, I'm Aaron. Aaron right. Also known as Amanda. Ooh. Boom. <laughs> I mean, and of course, like, there's a part of me that, that loves this because it's like, <laughs> your dreams are crushed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing better to see that look of shame on someone's face going, oh. But there's also that other aspect of the other end where I kind of go, eh, I kind of feel bad for the person. Yeah. Especially in Aaron's case where he's been doing this for six years, I think he said. What? Uh, being an... Amanda, oh, Aaron, yeah. Aaron being was a bit Amanda for years. Yes. You know, and other personas online talking to guys. And not just like, oh, I think you're cute. In some cases, it was sexually explicit. In reality, let's face it, Tyler was sexting Aaron. <laughs> so right away, Aaron's kind of like... Let this be a lesson, boys and girls. Be careful who you talk to online. Yes, be careful who you spank to. <laughs> <laughs> so he's kind of like, you can see he's kind of crestfallen because not only is... Because even on the way up, he's like... They're like in a boondock area. He's like, well, maybe she's some hot farmer daughter's wife kind of daughter kind of thing. And turns out to be a guy. Right. You know, a gay guy, you know, on top of that. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but there is a certain level of malice to sit there and say, I'm a female. I'm having a relationship with you. And now all of a sudden, bam, I'm actually a guy. Right. Like he could go online and say, I'm a guy looking for another guy. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Right. Right. But when you go and say, I'm a I'm a hot 16-year-old uh, girl. I'm a hot white chick. Right. In reality, you're an average gay black dude. Right. Right. You know, yeah. the thing is with his story is that because he's from a, such a small town, he doesn't really feel comfortable being gay. Not comfortable. He doesn't really know who he is. Right. Because in his his world is so small that being gay is still something that's still not really... Accepted. Ex- yeah, accepted. No, Even by... Because yeah. I don't think he actually came out to his family. His I think his... he did, You did meet a couple of his friends, two yeah. girls... And I think they knew that he was gay. They also knew that he was doing the online persona. And they didn't think anything was wrong with it. Yeah. You know, 
the na- na- naivete of being on one side of the fence and not looking at the other side of the fence. Because Aaron actually was going, got kicked out of college because of this. Right. Because his RA, uh, which I never really could understand what RA was for, but his kind of... arthritis. Is that, oh, is that for colleges? It's, no, it's, no, 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 it's no. for the dorm rooms. They have a person that's in charge of each dorm. So no, that no, way... But rheumatoid arthritis is... Arthritis. Oh, gosh, yeah. sorry. I didn't even hear it. You know, <laughs> not being a... What do you call it? Not being a guy who went to college. It's kind of, I don't know what an RA is. But they, so. they're the ones that are in charge. Make sure that you're in at a certain time. Because there's curfews for the dormitories that you know you go to. Because they want to make sure that all the students are safe. In right. In the colleges. So that they, they, they have a sign. And generally, each floor has one. That you know they make sure everybody checks in at a certain time they know where they're at because if something happens right they know well where in, in aaron's is. case was that his ra started ta- he, he had amanda started talking to his ra and his ra figured it out and kicked him out of school you know okay. i mean because in a way it, it is kind of things could go horribly wrong right like you know oh, yeah. like for all you know aaron could have been a serial killer posing as a girl going oh, yeah. hey guys let's meet and next thing you know you're dead with a knife sticking through your chest oh, aaron it, it was not who they said they were. Right. right. So it did affect his life, but he kept still kept doing it, which kind of is like says something about him on a certain level. Like you had something horrible happen because you lived this lifestyle, not of being a gay male, but lying online. Right. You know, pretending to be a girl, it's it kind of ruined your life in a way. Yeah. Isn't a party you should wake up and not, that's not, that's serious. Right. Right. So they kind of do the old I can't believe you're a guy what what why would you do this not only that but now you're doing it with other people not just him and he did kind of say most of it is because he doesn't really know who he is right mm-hmm. like he does feel more comfortable pretending to be her than he is in his own skin well max did ask him the question about would you rather be a straight girl than being a gay man and he's the Aaron said yes like he would think that would be more appropriate because of where he lives at and it's not ex- being acceptable socially acceptable as a gay man right so that's part of the reason and that's and there was an interview I don't know if you saw that part of it or not um, where uh, Neve did ask him I watched the whole show so of course I saw that but <laughs> <laughs> like, hello I'm trying to get some some air time <laughs> <laughs> oh so, ouch <laughs> welcome to the final episode of Geeksters <laughs> <laughs> So he, he he did say Aaron did say that he didn't like who he was because of what he was doing to people. He did didn't under didn't know what he was doing was hurting people or he didn't understand that. Right. But now he now that he's confronted and he felt good about being confronted about it, so that way he can finally come clean and Yeah, he did kind of feel like I needed this to help me break that cycle. On a side note though, and this is like like he had two friends with him, two girls, uh Rebecca and I forget the other girl's name. The reason why I the reason why I remember Rebecca is I actually went back to remember her name because she was smoking hot. <laughs> you know, I was like Dude, Tyler, yo, hook up with her. Right. Like, right. like you have an opportunity, like, oh, sure, Aaron, I'll be your buddy. Boom, chicka, boom, boom. Hey, Becca, how you doing? Like, uh, <laughs> you know, but even they didn't know that he got kicked out of school because of this. Okay. Like, because he was even still kind of hiding it from his, his closest friends. Right. Because right. even Tyler's the one that said that. He goes, You even got kicked out of it because they, when they met for the first time, he opened up, Aaron opened up about that. And then when they're sitting down, because they went back again. And they're sitting down. Tyler mentions that, and he goes, "Yeah, I didn't really want to say that until right now." Yeah, you know, like kind of thing. Like it was just the cat's out of the bag. You know, like, like whoops, guess you know? what? <laughs> In the end, basically, Tyler dissolved his friendship with Amanda, right, and never became friends with Aaron too, because you know he was, dude, you screwed me. Like, kind of, you've been lying this whole time. Right. How can I? How can you base a friendship on any kind of sort of like, like this? I don't think it was the fact that he was gay. It was the fact that you did this to me. 
Right. You made me look like an ass, not in front of, not only in national television, but in my friends and my family are now going to see this and be like, dude, you had an online relationship two years with a, guy, a dude. <laughs> like, the best line that made me laugh hysterically was that Tyler finally sitting down with his two his two best buddies mm-hmm. and says, you know, I met the, met him. Well, what was he like? I'd be the dude. His one friend so <laughs> went. So how far did you go on the first date? <laughs> <laughs> I was oh. dying. I'm like, that would be so my friends. I'd be like, oh, so how far'd you go? <laughs> like, uh, did you kiss him goodnight? Like, and it was just like that that human moment I laughed hysterically at. But then at the end of the show, they kind of do like the whole fade to black and they fade up. Like, oh, one month later, right. like right. Tyler never friended Aaron. Tyler is now actually going to the college now that Aaron was going to before University he got kicked out. Right. Yeah, yeah, University of Michigan. Still not dating anybody, but meeting a lot of people. Aaron's story, though, which I thought was kind of more positive, though, was that he actually wound up moving to New York. Okay. And he's actually been meeting people and going on a couple of dates. Okay. Because he's now feels more comfortable in his skin right. to be a gay male in New York than it was being a gay male in bumfuck Michigan. Right. You know, right. <laughs> it kind of was like, oh, yeah, you know, like, so kind of have like a happy ending okay. in a way. Good. But next week's looks really yeah, good. Yeah, it does. Because it is a guy in an online relationship with a girl. Right. But the guy admits he's the one that's been lying. He's been, he comes in heaven and says, I've been lying to this girl that I like. And he looked, the pictures are all boffed. Yeah, and, pictures, and, and it's your you're stereotypical, make yourself look better so this guy's got rock hard, a six pack, and I was all buff. And this guy's <laughs> like a regular Joe Schmo, pot belly kind of dude who, but the kicker is the chick is a transgender. Is she? Yeah, I mean, no, you no, missed no, that, no, that part. Missed huh? that part. Yeah. Apparently, the woman came out and said, "You know, look, I'm a transgender. I used to be a man. Now I'm a woman." Okay. And the guy's still okay with that. But I think because she admitted to him, now he feels kind of guilty that he's not the six pack ab guy. You know, I'm Joe Schmo, but I still want to meet her. Yeah. Kind All of right. thing. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> like, so again, having not seen an episode yet, now I have to watch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because I know eventually you're going to be on the show. Oh um, uh, yeah, <laughs> if this show was done maybe four years ago, I probably would have. So they, have they have they gone to any of these places and met the and they ended up being what they claimed they were? There was one, yes and no. I mean, not really. <laughs> technically like, no. Technically no, but there were a couple of good stories. Like there was this two weeks ago. Yes. You know, was where actually girls talking to a guy, mm. fall in love kind of thing, and never meeting. But when they meet, the guy she's talking to actually is starting the transgender. She's going from a, a she to a he. But the, the girl has who has been with women in the past as well as men was okay because of the person's personality. It's not the it's not it's not what you look like. It's right. who you are that I fell yeah. in love with. So they had and he was in love with her. She was in love with him. They had a great romantic connection. I think at the end they even moved. They were even talking about moving, moving in together. together yeah. So there was that moment. It wasn't pretty people because she was. She wasn't. A, I'm not going to say a, there's different strokes for every folks. The girl wasn't my type of girl. They weren't beautiful people. They weren't. Let me put it this way: they weren't your stereotypical beautiful MTV people. Okay. It was two average people that met online. Yeah, sure, there was a little falsehood, but in the end, it actually all kind of worked out. Right. It felt kind of like, hey, right? It was kind of bizarre love, but right. still love. Right. You know. They haven't had that moment where the guy is like you're good, like for Tyler being the good looking guy 
talking to a good-looking girl and you go knocking on the door and it winds up being the good-looking girl. Right. They haven't had that moment yet, which I'm sure will probably eventually happen sooner or later. But right now, I think, though, if the show's called Catfish, I think that they're purposely not giving those right. away because they do want that bizarre twist of who you are isn't who you say you are. Right, right. Can you still get beyond that and have a good relationship with that person? Okay. You know, whether or not be friendship or romantic one. So, who knows? I mean, next week does kind of look like it might actually lead towards a happy ending. A happy ending because it is, when you watch the trailers for the show, right? it is that episode where you hear the go, I can't believe it's you! Like, and you like, see Neve jumping up and down like all excited. Like all excited. Like, yeah, like, 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 finally. Like the, finally, there is that moment because Neve is that hopeless romantic that he does believe that no matter where you are in the world, there's somebody for you. Right. And as, you know, the, even though you do come from these different, even though you lied, I still care enough about who you are right. to look past that. Yeah, whether or not I subscribe to that meant it's a nice package, but, you know, <laughs> let's face it. Eh, I would have to, if, after you take off that wrapping and you go, wait, that's it? so that was this week's episode next week's looks looks pretty looks like fun you're a hopeless romantic i'm just hopeless (laughs) (laughs) romance has got nothing to do with it to slide into real quickly last week we talked about the award shows award shows golden globes were on this past sunday Mm -hmm. i'll go through it briefly wolverine mystique and catwoman all won golden globes basically Hugh Jackman and um, Anne Hathaway both won for Les Mis, and Jennifer Lawrence won for Silver Lang's Playbook. You know, which I'm kind of glad because, number one, they're all superheroes. makes makes them more likely to have more superhero movies right. because they mm-hmm. get real actors. Right. But also, for her win, it was Silver Lang's Playbook basically centered around Bradley Cooper in Philadelphia. Right. So yeah. I'm like, hey, hometown girl. Hometown win. Woo! Well, well, you're a hometown girl? Well, he's a hometown right. guy. Okay. Bradley Cooper right, is actually right. from like, yes. Little Grove area, right. for those people who care. Yeah. Also, two my biggest hurdles that I was kind of glad is that Ben Affleck won for Best Director for Argo, which is a great movie. And we talked about on the show how the Academy snubbed him by not nominating right. him for an Oscar. Quentin Tarantino won, too, for Best Original Screenplay for Django Unchained. Okay. Again, another movie that's nominated for Best Picture, but not for Best Director. It's always, to right. me, it's like if you're going to nominate a the movie best. for Best Picture, then the director should automatically be nominated for Best Director. Because they do kind of work to hand in hand. You can't have, Argo was a great movie, but that director sucked. Like, <laughs> you know? And I felt like it was kind of like a personal like slap in the face to the Academy to give not only Ben Affleck Best Director, but also Best Picture. And it kind of was like... To me, the Golden Globes were more fair in yeah. a way because they kind of do like, look, you won Best Director, we're going to give you Best Picture. Right. I mean, it is kind of like you were the Best Director, but not the Best Picture. <laughs> to me, it kind of was like, eh, all right, whatever. So that was kind of like I, I missed all the bad jokes, all the long acceptance speeches. I know Jodie Foster got a honorary like Lifetime Achievement Award for all her work. Yeah, great. But yeah, I mean, that was kind of like the awards. And yeah. apparently, people love Mel Gibson again. That's all yeah, I heard well, about. I, it. You know what, Mel's Mel. Whether you like him or you not like him, you know what, he's going to be invited to these things, oh, and he's he, going to show up for the free food. Sure, why not? Free food and drinks, yeah. you know, <laughs> especially the drinks. <laughs> Asia, I can drive home. Just as long as it's a Catholic road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I only drive down roads at crossroads. Get it? Oh. Crossroads. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Worst Mel Gibson impression ever. It wasn't, but it was probably the best drunk impersonation. It was, yes. <laughs> yes, I'll give you props for that one. So, <laughs> next week, 
Geeksters get sued by Mel Gibson. That's fine. Yeah. And I, I would, you know what, gladly. I'd be like, you know what, Mel Gibson heard the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I look at it. Like, that's how know, we're going to promote the show. Mel yeah. no Gibson heard us. Yeah. Not only did he hurt us, he's suing us because I badmouthed him. But I didn't because I love Mel Gibson. He's just, you know. Mel Gibson the actor, not Mel Gibson the person. Yeah, you know, I still love him. I don't care. Be your drunk. Be a racist. I don't care. Just, just make another lethal weapon and I'll be happy. <laughs> now, last week we also posed from our listener, Mark. He posed to Ed and I what our geek heroes and geek villains are. Okay. Yes. Now, that would also, you know, we also mentioned it to Dave here, so he yes. can come up with a list. Right. I'll, you know what? Do you guys want me to give you, since I was in contact with Mark back and forth, he actually finally did give me what his list is. Okay. Do you want to hear what his list is first before you guys kind of toss in there? Yeah, because we we already prepared yeah. this, so we already have our answer, so it doesn't matter. Right. So this what won't reflect said. on what we have to say. Okay. Good, because he did also no particular order. He did. He gave me best geeky bad guys first. Right. Michael Myers, Doctor Evil, and Austin Powers. Okay. Okay. He went with Wallace Shaw, Vinzini. Uh, from Princess Bride. Okay. Uh, ben Kingsley for Cosmo and Sneakers because we, uh, we did yeah. have a Cosmo. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna actually try him on the list, but I, I, I actually nixed him off my list. All right. Okay. Now Jack Nicholson is Joker. Really? Yes. Uh, we get to any kind of controversy. Okay. Heath Ledger. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Well, hold on. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to the rest of the list first. Well, my favorite one though was. Gene Wilder for Willy Wonka and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factories as a bad guy. And I was like, I was like, Willy Wonka as a bad guy? His response was, I love it. I'm like, oh, yeah, he fucked with kids, but he did it in a geeky way. Like, I mean, if you think about it, too, he did kind of meticulously yeah. murder each kid because after Augustus Goop falls into the, the chocolate pool, yeah. Yeah. the boat could only fit whoever was left. <laughs> so, he so he knew. So he knew. And then later on, when they're doing through the whole car thing, it's it's just the just kid, enough, right? Just enough to fit Charlie and his uh, his grandfather and the other kid and Mike his mother. TV. Willy Wonka knew going in that these kids were going to drop like flies. Even if you think about the very end, Charlie's stuck in that never-ending flying elevator with his grandfather. Yeah. Yep. You know, Only fit three people. Yeah. So Willy Wonka was a killer. <laughs> I'm like, I can't argue with that. <laughs> All right, whatever. All right, you so know. let's hear his heroes. His heroes were, again, no particular order, Jesse Eisenberg for Columbus in Zombieland. Okay. okay. Christopher Lloyd, Doc Brown for Back to the Future. Okay. Chevy Chase for Fletch, which I was like, the difference, because he did kind of do with all the characters. And yeah. He was, you know, Matthew Broderick for Ferris Bueller. Okay. And, and ben, Nicholas Cage, Benjamin Franklin Gates in National Treasure. I'm more of a secrets protector. <laughs> so yeah, I think I would have. I think I would have done Matthew Broderick in War Games. That's that's initially what we, we kind of thought. About, we're yeah. talking about that, but yeah. but my list has none of those people on it. Right. All right. Yeah. None. 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 I kind of did more of a more comic book central. Okay. Like uh, you know, but movies also work. T- I also threw a couple TV people in. And my list is also a little longer than five because a couple people I wasn't really sure about, so I throw it out to you guys to say. Whether yes or no. Now, do you want to just kind of? How do you want to do this? Do you want to kind of go? I got him, got him, have him, need him, kind of thing. <laughs> like, like, I'll trade you. I'll trade you, kind of. Well, thing. I, I, I already have. Uh, Doc Brown was on my list as well. Okay. Which was it on yours? No. Yeah, no. it wasn't on mine. No. So okay. Doc Brown was not a so, not a thought. I was so. Anybody on that now, list? How could Doc Brown not be on your list? I mean, the guy invented time travel. I, there would be no Doctor Who without Doctor Brown. I don't no. think so. No. No. 
works. See, now I wouldn't even put Doctor Who on the list because right. he's technically yeah, is, he has powers. He, am I, am I, he can regenerate. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. would that would kind of count. That would yeah. not that would knock him off the list. The reason why I didn't think of Doc Brown is because I wasn't even thinking in that direction. My list kind of focused on a superhero that if you took away their main weapon, they'd be a normal person. Okay. Do you have anybody that was on Mark's list? No, no. Yeah, obviously, the I one mean, you the have way, is Doc Brown. The right. way I did it was was we were talking about war games. That was the, the kind of like the start-off point of what we were thinking of in terms of geeky heroes right. kind of thing. So what I did was I started making a list of all the movies that were kind of related to that way, and that's how I based everything off of. Okay. So like I'll just run down a few of the na- you know, oh, movies. Oh, just give me, yeah, give me your list, and we'll say, got him, got him, have him, need him. Well, I was going to go over the movies that I... You know, quick, just a few of them. Like I did, like Tron and Sneakers and uh, War Games, obviously. And then um, I did like uh, Swordfish, uh, Fanboys. I put in there. And uh, yeah, I did. Say I didn't add Fanboys. I would have. I, people who don't know, Fanboys is a movie about kids who are going to go break into uh, George Lucas's uh, Skywalker Ranch to see Episode One. Uh, yeah, before Phantom it came Man. out. Right. It's a really funny movie, and there is definitely like Hutch would have been on my list if I went that way. Yeah, he's kind of like the Han Solo of the group. Right. It's got the seventies van. And actually actually I even though I put them on that list, I didn't use any of those characters from my list. Because I didn't think they were hero esque. I mean it was more of a comedy, right. which I enjoyed. Because I did see it actually last week, you know, Sean finally I made, him. made me watch it and I'm like, Wow, that was a great movie. Like this this made my top twenty. Okay, <laughs> so, so so who the, those movies that you pounded off you you touted off, are they also on your list of heroes? Some of them, yes. Some of them did make the list. I'm going to start with my villains. No particular order. Just, okay. you, know, you know, I I actually came up with six. Okay. Thomas Gabriel from uh, Live Free or Die Hard as the villain by uh, Timothy Overland. You know, he was a high security type thing. He was a geeky guy that was trying to steal money. The next one is Vector. Uh, Vector Perkins from Despicable Me. Okay. You know, he's voiced by Jason yeah. Siegel. Okay, so for right now, no one, none of those guys are on my list, but if they are on your list, just, you know, let us know, Dave. Not, not so far. Right. Okay. Next was uh, Gary Winston from Antitrust. It was a movie from 2001, and it was kind of like closely based to the whole Microsoft and how they were designing different Windows products and different things like that. It was not a bad movie. So, you know. <laughs> that would have been on my list. No. Tim Tim Robbins played him. And, I mean, it was it, it was movies I've seen a few times. You know, I haven't seen it since, probably since it came out. Right. Right. It was one of the ones that uh, what do you call it? Rachel Lee Cook was in it, right? Wasn't she? Yes. Yeah, I think that's the only reason why I watched it. The next one was uh, Eld, uh, Ed Dillinger from Tron. He was played by David Warner. You know, like, he was a he was a uh, part of Enron. He Do you watch the... any good movies? Hey. Oh, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> what a what a final episode, Geeks. This yeah. is this is Out? the last this is the last episode with Dave. Thanks, Dave, for coming by. We appreciate your uh, time. <laughs> Get the hell out. <laughs> Slam. <laughs> so. <laughs> dead air for like a minute. <laughs> Hi, welcome back to the show. <laughs> so anyway, my list is. <laughs> uh, uh, wow. Next is uh, Eugene Belfort of The Plague from Hacker. Okay. And he was the evil security agent from that movie. And finally, uh, the Red Mist or Chris DeMarco from Kick Ass. Okay. You know, okay. So just kind of doing the bad guy, you know, for the comic book based kind of movie. Okay, so we're doing bad guys first then, huh? Yeah. Okay, well, who, Dave, who'd you have for bad guys? Okay. So I tried to, um, you know, take this. I'm oh, sorry. I wasn't close enough to the mic. No. Uh, <laughs> I tried to take this from, okay, my hero list. I was trying to think not only heroes, but geeks. And I was trying to keep that same trend going at the villains and that. 
came really hard. It was kind of difficult with those kind of restraints. I was, yeah. So, so I don't have them all written down, but I know oh, okay. all of them. All. Um, oh, he's pulling it out of his, off the top of his no, head. No, no, no. Oh, so, so number one, I will say Dr. Horrible from Dr. Horrible's sing-along block. Now, I mean, you know. That's an obscure one, but that's good. Okay. Exactly. I mean, and that's part of what I was going for. Yeah, he had no um, powers whatsoever. No just, powers. Yeah. All just, right. Now, here's an odd, another obscure one. Dr. Doofenshmirtz from uh, Phineas uh, and Ferb. Do you guys ever watch no, Phineas, Phineas and Ferb? Phineas and Ferb, nope. No. Okay. Sorry. I have to say, you know, yeah, it's it's on Disney XD. If you ever have a chance to watch an episode or two, you should. It's it's funny because there's humor in that show that the guys who write the show basically said they don't write a show for kids. They kind of just try to write something funny right. that appeals to everyone, you know? Right. So there's a lot of humor in that show. And the main villain in the show is Dr. Doofus and He's just a big stupid dork um, there you go okay also I believe uh, he had uh, of course everyone's favorite villain from the Austin Power movies Dr. Evil okay well I said Dr. Evil you said I, yeah I got him I know alright <laughs> um, Gaius Baltar from Battlestar Galactica yeah nope uh, nope okay. the game, right? the game. Yeah, no. Well, now having okay. Now, see, people argue too. Like, was he a villain? Is he a villain? But I mean, to me, he's always going to be a villain. I gotta be honest. You are talking to the, one of the people who did not watch the Battlestar Galactica on Sci-Fi. <gasps> well, uh, all right, out. <laughs> <laughs> well, just to clarify, why I think, and I, it makes sense why he's the bad guy was when the when the before the silence attack, he was the head of security for all the planets. So he basically system. handed over the human race to the silence. Yeah, I did see the the first like the the launch movie. Yeah. 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 I did see that right, I think right. I saw right. the so, first episode. And yeah, I, so, I my let me put this way. even though I didn't watch the show I was kind of like a like a closet fan because I never saw the show, but I knew enough enough about what was going on because one of my friends was a huge fan, so he kept mm-hmm. kind of giving me like, "Hey, this is what's going on," and I, I've been meaning to buy the whole box set on Blu-ray, yeah, and just kind of go, "Okay, Battlestar Galactica time." Whoosh. You know, it, uh, it's funny because my wife is not a big sci-fi fan, and we the whole family ended up watching it. I got a lot of uh, borrowed a lot of episodes from men. I ended up buying some of them and. We watched the whole uh, entire series from beginning to end within probably a couple months. And mm-hmm. it, it's, I mean, if you watch it for me, it's really worth watching. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, especially it's, 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 it deals with a lot of today's issues. I mean, like with terrorism and... I got to say like, that one of the things I really did appreciate with the, about the show was the how the battles in space were filmed. Yeah. That kind of like documentary style with no sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it was like finally somebody, there was any explosion, there was no fire. Like that was always kind of a big thing, like an explosion in space right. with a real quick fire because there's no there's no oxygen, oxygen to feed right. that fire. Right. Yeah. So I was like, I like that style. It's good. I like that. So, and, then, and then, of course, on the top of my list, and the only comic book character is Lex Luthor. Yeah, you know what? I forgot to put him on my list. Right, because you I know, was thinking him, but I don't know if he was geeky <coughs> enough to make well, the well, list. That was me. It was really tough. When, when you go got... back to the early days of Lex Luthor, right? And and of course, I didn't pick any particular characterization from a movie or anything. Right. Um, he was a scientist. You yeah. know, he was an evil scientist. In fact, early 40s uh, Lex Luthor didn't even have a name. He was just the generic evil scientist right. that they used in a lot of the strips and whatnot. And then... You know, so he invented. He was always inventing something new to either kill Superman or take over the world. You know, so yeah. I mean, he's he's a All geek right. through and through. All right. Okay, my villains. Like I said I kind of went more towards comic booky, but comic book figures that people know mm-hmm. outside of comic books because they're they're in popular culture or whatnot. Right. Again, no particular order. I went with the Borg from okay. Star Trek. Basically, evil robots that were built, you know, to wipe out. Again, it's kind of iffy. 
Like some of these can be debated, right? Because like, even though the Borg were bad guys, they were they weren't really well, bad guys. Well, but also could be argued that they're enhanced because they're Borg, the robots. Sure, I granted. Okay, okay. Uh, Bullseye from Daredevil. Okay, no right. special powers. He was just really really good. good shot. Really good shot. Okay, this one I kind of put down more as a joke for myself. How two thousand from two thousand and one. <laughs> Why not? If you're gonna have an evil robot, if you're gonna have an evil computer, go with the original one. I'm sorry, Dave. I can't allow you to do that. <laughs> you know, you got to go with him. Yeah. Um, now, okay, I threw in the Riddler. Okay. Because, again, Batman's greatest foe doesn't really have any special powers. It's just his mind. Mm-hmm. Boba Fett, I kind of, eh, again, no special powers, but geeky, bad guy, I don't know. Like, the whole, whole Star Wars era kind of... Right. Is iffy for me. Right. The Venom and Carnage. Like if you took away the symbiote from Venom or the Venom or the symbiote from Carnage, they were just two regular dudes. Yeah. I mean, even now Venom can be argued. Now he's a good guy because Flash Thompson's now Venom. Mm-hmm. Again, if you're not reading, if you're not, if you want to jump on a comic book, jump on the new issues of uh, Venom because Flash Thompson's down in Philadelphia. So okay, yeah, you know, <laughs> Philly represent Venom's in Philly. What's up? Okay, now again, these two are t- coincide with each other. Catwoman and Black Cat. Okay. Both bad girls to a degree, you know. Right. But also, what are they? They're just burglars. Right, right. Knows Black Cat is kind of iffy now because she did get a bad luck power later on in the yeah, series. Yeah. But I've noticed they haven't really touched on it lately. So I think someone kind of went, we're not even going to mention that. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, it was always which I, is kind of like silly my, anyway. Right, right. So I'm like, all right, I can let that slide. Penguin and Two-Face. They can okay. both think they're both gangsters, both no powers. Okay. I mean, you can go with the whole, you know, Penguin looks funky, and same with Toothface, but in their essence, right. one, they're just too crazy. I wouldn't even say Penguin's not even crazy. He's just a, a gangster. Right. You know, yeah. Toothface is a little psychotic, but in his essence, normal human being had acid thrown in his face. Right. No special powers. Which brings me to my, I would say my top two, Harley Quinn and the Joker. <laughs> Harley is basically just a crazy girlfriend right. of the Joker. Yes. And Joker, yeah, yeah, they're scarred and marred in a way, but... Joker has no powers, but yet he constantly fucks with Batman, and it's right. like his, it's like his natural, almost natural enemy. Right, right, and right. I, and it's 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 Joker's always been fascinating to me because you know here's someone who's unhinged, you know, and and the uh-huh. best writers on the Batman series do the best job of uh, portraying him as unhinged. Yes. And yet he still has the faculty to beat the world's greatest detective. Yes. Now, I mean, you can argue who your best Joker is. Like, Mark obviously put Jack Nicholson. I'm sure, looking at when I said that, you guys wanted to jump on the Heath Ledger Joker. I personally am a fan of the Heath Ledger Joker. (laughs) Mine is uh, Mark Hamill. Okay. All right. The animated Joker. The animated Joker. Yeah. Yeah, Well, my thing with Heath Ledger is when... The scene when he walks in with the the, the pencil, that, right? That's the Joker I was looking for for years. Yeah, finally that, on screen. I, even I said it like you, you know, I didn't know going in. I'm like the whole time before I saw the movie I was like Heath Ledger is a Joker. Yeah, the guy from Ten Things I Hate About You. Right. You know, like really, like come on. But then when he came walking in with that whole magic trick thing and slamming that guy's head down, yeah. I was like, oh, 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 this is oh, wow. I wasn't He's expecting the that. Joker. I'm right. like, and right away I bought him. I just went. He's a Joker because right. Joker is that psychotic, right. and no one's really touched on that until right that moment. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I think I really do think he's best portrayed on the film. You know, of all the Jokers. The TV shows, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I would give it to Mark Hamill because when I do read the comic book, when I read Joker, I hear yeah, Mark Hamill. Yeah. Right. You know, so I mean, you know, 
Now, Heroes. How'd you guys do with Heroes? Because Mark had, again, did more kind of like movie-centric. Like, I would never have thought Dr. Evil was a geek villain, but mm-hmm. in a way, he kind of was. Yeah. Well, my Heroes were, again, based on those movies. And again, you know, we'll do got him, got him, have him, got him. Right. Kind of and it was one of those type of things where I was thinking more of a geeky guy that was trying to, like, do something better for the world or, you know, trying to, like, stop something evil happening and has no powers. So uh, the, the, the first one is uh, – well, actually, it's two kind of together. I made them the last two, but they're they're two together. Federal War Kellis from uh, Live Free and Die Hard, which was played by Kevin Smith. Oh, <laughs> the, the wizard. Yep. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, Matt Farrell from uh, – Live free and die hard again. It right. Just the Mac Kid. Right. <laughs> Everyone knows him as the Mac Kid. Mac Kid, yeah. <laughs> Next was, uh, you know, it was kind of like, he, he was kind of like a not like a really hero until the end of it. Well, he, he was, he just basically won his daughter. It was uh, Steve Jobson, which was played by Hugh Jackman in Swordfish. Okay. You yeah. Know? I was thinking more, like, see, when you were, think, everybody's saying geeky, I'm thinking like computer guys. That's right. What, no, know, no, no. I mean, again, my... it's, it's our interpretation. Because like, when Mark gave me that list, and I was like, I wanted to send it to you guys, but I was like, "Well, that would that wait that might change your, your right. viewpoint Opinion, yeah. of list." And I, even I found like I Mark made some good mentions, and I'm like, well, "That's actually pretty good." I'm like, "No, no, 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 push it out because that's not where my head was going." Right. Okay. And then David Levinson, played by Jeff Goldblum in uh, Independence Day, you know, the guy who created the virus that destroyed the alien race that uh, saved the world. Sure. So next is uh, uh, Neo from The Matrix, played by Keanu Reeves. Yeah. I'm a, I, that to me is an iffy because really? because technically he was a battery, you know, and it yeah. wasn't it wasn't until he was actually it was kind of like a Tron syndrome, now, right? Where he gets put into something where he gets superpowers, right? Once he understands, whoa, I know kung fu, like, <laughs> yeah, but he was downloading the information to his brain. I mean, they, anybody could have done that. I mean, even even no, no, only the one could do it. No, Trinity <laughs> did. She was. <laughs> Yeah, but, but she, she decided right. to fly a helicopter, and she, they downloaded Now yeah. I can fly the helicopter. So the, all right, fine. I, I mean, mean, it's, it's, it's arguable. I'm not it, saying it's, it's not. A, it's a thin argument, it's, but all right. It's skirting the line. Yeah. Right. Of course, my number one, if you were saying Tron-esque, was uh, Kevin Flynn from uh, Tron. Right. Uh, played by Jeff Bridges. You know, again, that to me is like kind of the ultimate fantasy is actually being downloaded into a video game to actually play the game, you know, kind of thing. So are you waiting for the singularity so you can be merged with the computers? Knowing him, he gets stuck in like a Wreck-It Ralph syndrome (laughs) or he's stuck in a whole like, uh, you know, happy, shiny world. And he's like, I don't want to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Got to be downloaded somewhere else. Someone download me somewhere else. Why can't it be a porn game? So that was my hero. List. Okay, I gotta be honest, not a single one of them is on my list. How about you? Alright. So um as you know, uh I'm Doc, guessing not. Doc yeah, Brown. probably not. Nope. Um but went with Doc Brown. Right. Number five, though, I had well, no particular order, but yeah. uh Egon Spengler from Ghostbusters. Egon was the one who invented everything. He created the proton packs, he created the But how was the bad guy? Oh no, we're talking heroes. We're talking heroes. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, brain fart. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah it's a geeky, geeky hero. Yeah. Not on my list. No. Uh, and then the Doc Brown, obviously, because he invented time travel. Right. Okay. You know, everyone here is a James Bond fan, I'm sure. Q. Yeah, Q wasn't on my list at all because yeah. I, again, I never would have thought of Q. No. Nope. Yeah. I mean, you're right, though. He is kind of like a geek superhero. Right. Because, yeah. like, without Q. James Bond. Probably been dead years ago. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Many times over. And then, the, I mean, you know, Q, and then we got to go, you know, the other extreme, MacGyver. 
Wow. The guy Ooh, can make a, a bomb yeah. with duct tape and a rubber band. That's a good one. That's kind of like the, the brass ring of geekdom. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, if you can kind of like, oh, I'm stuck in a room. What do we do? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, I can go with that. Was that, was that it? And number one, Indy Anna Jones. Over MacGyver? Over MacGyver. Because I mean, you just said... The guy, okay, he's he... he <laughs> He goes out and he fights Nazis. I know it's your list, but I don't think you defended it. Wait, hold on. <laughs> he goes out and he fights Nazis, but then he's like a history professor and an archaeologist on top of that. Like, what? Yeah. His day job is like got to be the most boring, dorkiest thing you but can by, do. By your own words alone, MacGyver can make a bomb out of paper clips and bubble right. gum. So he's kind of cool. Oh, uh, all right. Whereas Indy, you know, he's a, he's just a dork looking for attention. It's a thin argument. I mean, I would just like, pose that out to the audience. You know, let's have a, let's have a poll of who's better, MacGyver or Indiana Jones. Right. Well, well, MacGyver's the man. I mean, Indiana Jones is awesome, but and we, take away his whip and his gun, all he is is a professor. <laughs> yeah, but you know, MacGyver's also got the the uh, the um, mullet the mullet going on. Exactly my point. <laughs> Business in the front, all party in the back. He's the guy you want to hang out with. Yeah. <laughs> Indy's got the hat and the whip. I love Indiana Jones, but I don't know if I would consider him like top of geekdom, no. especially over MacGyver. You throw MacGyver in that list, that's got to be a number one star. That's that's true. All right. Well, if, if this was again, a baseball team, puts, he'd be your cleanup hitter. Right. MacGyver. <laughs> All right, you, so again, you, you're right. You, you make MacGyver number one, and you make Indiana Jones like a distant third. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, second's good, good. Close second's good, but all right. All right, well, uh, my list of heroes kind of was actually kind of real long as well, because I threw data on there. So you had the Borg, you had to have data. Yeah. Computer, geek kind of thing. Um, okay, this is a real person. I put Stan Lee as a geek <laughs> hero. Now, yeah, see, I was going to put Stan, but then I thought we were doing fiction. So. Right, and I, you know, here's another one, too. Ralph Hinckley, greatest American hero. If you without doubt, the suit, he has no powers. Without the right. suit, he's a Joe Schmo teacher. Yeah, <laughs> an Indiana Jones moment. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Xander Harris, Xander from Buffy. Wow, he was he always yeah. had. Not only did they have the, the Spider Man esque one liners, yeah, super geek. Even losing the eye in the comic books, he considered himself what he called a, a Nick Fury. Right, <laughs> you know, so he has that comic book cred to actually be a comic book hero. Yeah, a right. geek. Okay, I know you guys probably don't watch the show Leverage, but Hardison, he was like the their computer geek that was able to break in and hack into everything. Okay. Again, canceled show, but if you can, go get it on DVD. I'm, you're not going to be disappointed. It's kind of like a an Ocean's Eleven every week, right. yeah. basically. I threw in Han Solo, because he is kind of a geek hero. Eh, well, he's actually geeky, well, but... Yeah. And I was debating between Han and Indy, and I think Indy's geekier than Han. Probably, yeah, because, because of the, the whole professor yeah. image. Um, hit girl from hit uh, from Kick Ass. Okay. Okay. Little girl trained by her father, but can kick a lot of ass. No powers whatsoever, but you, you don't want to get on her bad side. No. Right. It's through Iron Man. Iron Man in the list again. Without what is he without the suit? Billionaire philanthropist playboy. <laughs> I mean, without, every geek's hero. <laughs> without the suit, though, he's just a normal guy. Like, but where he does differ from, in they are in the list, and I'll get to them later. The Batman, uh, he actually made his own stuff. Right. Where I'll tell you my arguments for Batman later. Black Widow. All she is is a spy. Uh, you can tell I went, the Avengers. Because <laughs> then Green Arrow and Hawkeye. Again, same character, yeah, bow yeah. and arrow. But you take away the bow and arrow, they got nothing. Right. You know, And they don't have any special powers. Then Green Lantern. You take away his ring, he's just Hal Jordan. And you can even debate whichever, whichever incarnation of Green Lantern. Without that ring, 
He's got nothing. Okay. Yeah, that's that was my kind of like that was my thought process during the list. If you took away their one thing, what would happen to him? Yeah, but they wouldn't be a hero without that one thing. Well, he'd be a really cool test pilot and still getting chicks. Right. I mean, he could be the six million dollar man for you know. Like, <laughs> but I mean, the idea though is that without their superpower, they're just. A, I mean, like I made the comment about Green Lantern and the Mark, and he was like. Well, without the power, all he is is we call hanging out with guys from Top Gun. <laughs> like, yeah, you got a point. <laughs> now, the last ones I didn't, I wouldn't actually consider my top on the list, was everybody in the Batman family. Batman, Robin, Nightwing, Batgirl. They're nobodies without their utility belts. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Batman may be the smartest person in the world, blah, 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 and already has everything. But if you strip any one of them naked, throw them in a locked room, and have guns pointed at them, they're dead. <laughs> and on top of that... Batman doesn't even actually make his own shit. He actually has a whole research and development team. Right. So it's not even he's a guy that can pay for cool toys. Right. Which kind of makes him a geek. But you take away that stuff, he's just Bruce Wayne. Okay. Like, that's kind of, I don't know, you, again, you don't necessarily have to agree with our list. I mean, you know, we all had different people, which I kind of liked was the idea we all went from different avenues. Okay. Right. Which I thought was kind of interesting. Show where we where we went with, but overall... Right. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good list. So and thank you, Mark from Philadelphia, for our, for submitting that as a uh, geek. Uh, and please let us know how we did on our list. See if uh, you know. See if we meet up to your standards in terms of well, the, not necessarily see not if standards, you, but like see if the, you agree or see if we miss somebody. Like right. I never would have thought of MacGyver. Yeah, that was a that was a good left hook. So if you can think of anybody else out there, and post, then, post and it then, on our Facebook page. Anybody's downloading our episodes and wants to you know chime in and say you know maybe have a character that you think's a geeky hero or villain and. You know that we didn't mention. Please, you know, let us know because we like to know like more. You know, we always like to Again, experience we it. Always said from day one that this is a fan based show. So if you got something to say, say it to us. If you want us to talk about something, give it to us and we'll talk about it. Definitely. You know, especially yeah. like something like Mark gave us. I thought was interesting. It challenged us a little bit. And we all came up with different answers. I thought it was a very good first run as far as fan, you know... Interaction. Interaction. Yeah. I mean, yes, Jessica did kind of give us a, hey, give us your list of the best of the year. Yep. But, you know, I was like, all right, sure, here you go. So that was kind of a good test run. But I think Mark kind of kind of gave us more of a geek, uh, geek-esque geek homework assignment. Right. Yeah. You know? And we love geek-esque homework assignments. Like, yeah. I mean, if you... And again, we're going to, in future episodes, just try to break down superheroes. Like I'm gonna definitely gonna love tearing Superman down. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you get. I hope you lose that argument. A geek counter geek. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be awesome. So again, uh, thank you again for listening. Yes. Uh, tune in next week where we'll have more shenanigans and whatnot. <laughs> Tell you right now, folks, we don't really plan this out until like ten minutes before the show starts. <laughs> and sometimes it's you true. Can, and sometimes you can tell. <laughs> sometimes it's during the show. Yeah, <laughs> we work this out. <laughs> Hold on for a second. Flip, 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 flip. Um, Batman, go. <laughs> so again, if you want to contact us, um, you can go to wordswithgeeks.com. You can email me, Sean, at wordswithgeeks.com, or Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. That's off a lot. We gotta come up with a shorter name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, hit our Facebook page for Geeksters. You know, that's where that's where ninety nine percent of the time I look. <laughs> you know, I go there for any kind of fan interaction. Um, please tell your friends about us. And I do look at the site, so one of us is looking somewhere. <laughs> yes. So you're always in reach of our fans. We want to reach out and touch all of you. <laughs> <laughs> We can get sued for that. <laughs> Depends on what I'm touching. There's safe, there's touch-free zones, you know? 
I'll, That's not I'll, what you told me last night. I'll bring, a, I'll bring a teddy bear and go, where on the dial can I not touch you? <laughs> <laughs> so again, thanks for listening and see you next week. <laughs>